This is RMB's Data Analytics Podcast with Matthew Burnett, where we look at the insightful role that data analytics plays for decision makers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Data Analytics Podcast. I'm Matthew Burnett. I'm the head of Data Analytics at Rand Merchant Bank. And with me today is James Formby. James is the CEO of Rand Merchant Bank. Hi, James, and thanks very much for joining us today. Morning, Matthew. Good to be here. James, data analytics has taken a long journey in banking. I think when people think about data and banking, they think typically of a retail bank where there are large amounts of data. But in RMB, we use data analytics not only for us, but for our clients as well. And we have a tremendously rich data as well. Yeah, Matthew, banks have had lots of data for a very long time. I think what has changed is our ability to access the data and to use it much more quickly. And I think that the uses of this data or the insight that the data generates is fantastic, both for ourselves in terms of the way we can make decisions uh, and, and, and help uh, our clients, but also uh, for our clients themselves and the insight that we can provide our clients about their own businesses. Absolutely. And, and, and James, you've mentioned this before. Having a lot of data is one thing, but knowing what to do with it and enabling decision-useful insights is another. And within a, a corporate such as RMB, we've got data scientists who typically have a very good understanding of the data. And then we've got executives that need to make decisions. And there's a storytelling process that happens in between there that data scientists need to take the data and, and craft it into a story and craft it into an output that enables decision makers and executives to actually make decisions on that data. How does that happen? So I think uh, data science is part science, but there's an art to it. I think that's what you're highlighting. Um, and it's the art of taking you know, information, tons of it or data, and turning it in, into information and then into insight, which is actually not so easy because one has to really articulate what it is that uh, that the data is telling you and what problem it's so, uh, solving. And so I think the combination of people understanding both, uh, uh, you know, what what it is that the business is doing or the, the data is telling us and the business problem uh, are, are, are very important. And so our data analytics function in RMB has been positioned very close to business so that we make sure that there's not a big difference. It's not a technology role or a back office role. It's a frontline business role. I think that, that's so important, as you've just said, for, for data scientists to really be exposed to the domains in which they're working and, and to obtain that domain expertise and incorporate that into, as you say, that, that data science, which is part science and, and part art. Within RMB, as trusted advisors to our clients, we can, of course, use data analytics to not only help ourselves and make decisions quicker, but also to help our clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is part of uh, the next sort of frontier, if you like. Um, you know, for example, we've uh, always used a lot of our data to, for example, make wise credit decisions or uh, to think about what products we would offer our clients. But actually we have an enormous wealth of transact information which which uh, you know is both consumer and business information and by aggregating that in a smart way we can give our clients deep insight as to what's happening in their business so for example we can tell them a retailer what lsms are spending 
uh, in different areas of their business, different branches, for example, or, or, or retail outlets. Um, we can tell um, businesses what uh, uh, you know their 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 customers are actually doing, whether they're retailers or, or business customers. Um, we can tell our institutional clients a whole lot about the trading that they're doing, um, for example, because our markets information has a wealth of detail, which uh, which actually our clients may not have so readily to hand. James, in a bank, as you say, we've been working with data since the bank started. But we've been very good at using data for regulatory purposes or using data for financial reporting purposes. And now, as you just mentioned, it's very much about putting that data all together and gaining richer insights from from data that's obtained from multiple different sources, but that can be used for clients or for ourselves. Yeah. So I think historically, we've tended to put our data into different cupboards across the bank. So yeah, we've had detailed financial information. We've had information that was required, as you say, for regulatory purposes, etc. And these cupboards were quite hard to to bridge between. But as technologies advanced and as our architecture relating to data has improved, we can now put this together in a way that makes it far more seamless. So where we have, for example, detailed regulatory information that we have to keep in any event, we can also use it for other good reasons or purposes, um, you know, both internal decision making, much more real time, for example, or for client information. So I think there's a, a, a great deal of value unlock in terms of the new data architecture or data models that we have um, and how then we can use that to, to help uh, uh, business and clients. James. As you mentioned, we have a lot of our data. We have our own data and we have clients' data as well. It's very important that we treat this data very carefully and that we protect the privacy and confidentiality of our clients to protect not only our, our clients on the corporate banking side, but to protect FMB clients as well. Absolutely. And I think there's a huge field growing in data ethics. Um, Obviously, there's a regulatory framework. So the new Papia Act applies to corporates as well as it applies to individuals. So, so there's regulation that ensures a, a, a minimum standard of conduct. But I think as a as a bank, we need to make sure that our ethical standards are far more robust and that we are very careful with the way we share data and the way we aggregate it to make sure that we don't uh, provide. Um, information that in any way could be deemed as uh, confidential to a particular client or individual. James, I think that's a very important point. And, and also to reiterate that as a bank, we, we need to be careful. Indeed, we are careful about the privacy um, and protecting privacy of our clients, but also ethically doing the right thing and building AI that, that does the right thing and building AI that we can be proud of as an organization. And that's definitely something that we look at very closely. James, you're an executive. How important do you think it is for other executives to understand the power of data and analytics? So I think as uh, our markets are evolving, I think this is a theme that's growing across every industry. And in uh, uh, not, you know, perhaps it used to be a domain of certain parts of business, but actually is fast elevating into the C-suite. So as business executives, uh, Understanding the power of the data that businesses have and then how to use it to uh, make the right decisions 
um, is a critical function. And I, so I think this is a topic that is really becoming top of mind uh, across, uh, well, certainly across banking, but also across our client base being large corporates and institutions. James, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for listening to RNB's Data Analytics with Matthew Bernath podcast. Subscribe now for more episodes.